I feel like no one ever gets there. Well, you have to have self-compassion for sometimes not having self-compassion. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. We have a fun episode for you today. It's just us. Yep. Just the two of us. <laughs> I know we do that sometimes. It's so corny, but I can't help it. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to talk about just kind of being single and being lonely and kind of like how we deal with that. Is this because we're both single and lonely? No. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I actually don't feel lonely, which I'm excited to talk about, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna kind of like, we don't wanna give you guys advice, but we're just gonna talk about what kind of works for us and and really more just encouragement. Yeah, and we got like a cool um, message from a listener like asking us to talk about this and we thought it was a great idea, so. Yeah, exactly. Here and we so we're, we also have another um, a DM from someone that kind of wants us to analyze her dating profile a little bit and she kind of has, she has some a background story to it and so, we're just gonna kind of see what. Well, I'm excited. Have yeah. you looked at the dating profile? I have. Yeah. Okay. I I haven't. So yeah. I'm excited. Not that we're like dating profile experts, by the way. Yeah. Because we are not. Don't take advice from I cannot me, get sure. a guy to respond back to me on Bumble. <laughs> I have to make a dating profile very shortly. I know you do. Because, well, I don't. Do we want to? No. Let's say, save it. Okay. Let's yeah. save it. There's yeah, something yeah. you'll find out about later yeah. about why I have to. Do um. This. So guys, we have a Patreon account. We would love if you head over to patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. You can pledge $3. There's a, a $10 tier. You can pledge less. You could pledge more. It's just a way for you guys to support the show without purchasing product or, you know, and you also get like bonus content too. Yeah. Yeah. We love our Patreonies. And <laughs> yes, we have not said <laughs> Patreonies in a long time. I know. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yes, yes. you have to become a Patreone. Oh yeah. my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay, so we have new merch out. Uh-huh. I totally forgot about this. So we have new merch out. You guys got to go to the website. With our awesome new logo. Yes, our little Popsicle logo. It says, mm -hmm. hello my podcast. It's so cute. And when you become a Patreon member, and I will message all of our Patreons, you get a discount for said merch nice is because it... you are a patreon -a. yes okay. i think i think it's 15 per i think it's 10 percent. it's 10 or 15 percent. nice <laughs> i'll figure it out by the time one i send of those it to you two. It's the, one of those two yeah the next step is to have like merch that says hello and goodbye patreoni on it i know we're getting there we're gonna start <laughs> with this for now so yes. um so yeah head to the the website hellongbypodcast.com. You can grab merch, um, become a Patreoni, and then let me know and I will send you the discount code. Yeah. And then I will send out, if you're listening and you are a Patreon member or a Patreoni, I'll send you your discount too. Yes, we appreciate all the support. Rate and review. We, if you want to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star, cute little review. Mm -hmm. We do have uh, the first five reviews that are in. I'm sending you five bucks. Yeah. Nice. We, we really encourage you to steal people's phones <laughs> and do the five stars and write and review. Send us screenshots of it. Absolutely. Cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you can rate on Spotify now. Yeah. Or if you're if you're in a coffee shop, just take a stranger's phone if it's unlocked and do You know that. what? You know that thing where just like Just kidding, don't do that. <laughs> you know where you can like airdrop photos to like yeah. random people? You should like there should be a thing where you can like steal go into people's screens and like just That's go to their Ooh, would that be an interesting app to like make like an airdrop? Like I want to take over your phone and like, just like, like you can't like, it won't let you like text people or whatever, but you can like snoop other people's phones. Like, well, I mean, it's definitely illegal. It would definitely be illegal. If they give you permission though. Oh, oh yeah. No, that's So like cool. if you're at the Although airport. I would like never. <laughs> you're at the airport terminal. They're going on your Instagram, start posting. Yeah. I think you would have to like disable like that. They couldn't like what, call What would be the point people. of them going on? Just to be like snoop through people's shit. Like open up people's photos and like see what's in there. This is a terrible it's idea. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> horrible. Um, okay, so we have, we want to kind of tie up on last week's episode, we wanted to tie up the conversation I had. We were having about my psychotherapist kind of sharing. Um, That's right. Yeah. So there was, so there was a guy that had been texting you and we talked in last week's episode about how it was like 
all these mixed messages where he was like, oh, I'm interested, but then he was like canceling things and not really communicating yeah. and whatever. Yeah, so, so we're gonna get to that. Okay. But we have some show recommendations because it's been a long time. Oh, you were leading me down this path and now we're veering we're off. We're veering off, yeah. Okay, sure. So, so first of all, I binged Too Hot to Handle on Netflix Ooh. and sobbed for the third season. <laughs> You've sobbed at the previous I have cried two seasons? every season of Too Hot to Handle. What makes you cry in Too Hot to Handle? Okay, well, the idea of the show is that they're getting people who just want casual sex. They're, they're, they're just superficial. They want sex. That's all they think about. They don't want relationships. It's all about just kind of like their own personal needs. Yeah. And they put them on an island and they trick them to get them there. And then basically are like, by the way... You can't touch, you can't, um, or you can touch, but you can't do like touching. Um, and you can't fool around, you can't kissing, make out, you sex, can't like have none sex. of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you do, then you lose like money or whatever. So there's like this pot of yeah. money or whatever. And so then the whole show is like obviously people losing the money. And it's all shared money. So then if two people start making out and hooking up, then everyone else is going to be mad exactly. at them because they're yeah. costing th yeah. those people money too. Okay. But the whole the whole premise of the show is to try and help them like see that like. To like change their ways. Yes, to have like some sort of like uh, like like epiphany. Yeah. Of like what I'm really looking for is like connection and like whatever. Right, okay, and so yeah. they have like these wor <laughs> these workshops that the men and women go through, and they really Ooh, do they like share deep stuff. Yes. And, like really. Yeah, like it's like they do like a lot of like manifestation workshops, or what they'll do is they'll write down words about themselves that they believe that they've been told. Yeah. And then they'll do like they did this thing where like. Like, for instance, the guys wrote, like, something like, um, you know, angry or controlling or, you know, um, sexualized or something like that. And then they throw, like, paint at it to, like, get rid of the words. And, like, it's really some powerful shit. Interesting. And these people are, like, crying and they're being, like, they become, by the end of the show, not all, <laughs> by oh. the end of the show, they're, like, really changed. Yeah. And um, it's so beautiful and endearing and i cried for the last three episodes oh well what i love about that is like your because like anything that helps people f come to themselves mm -hmm. like find themselves and like kind of like be more like have more self-love and self-acceptance or whatever like that's why we do this show mm -hmm. right and so I, it totally makes sense why you would be so moved by yeah it's yeah. just funny that it's too hot to handle oh and these people are fucking hot too <laughs> i wish they were a little that bit helps. i wish they were more size inclusive mm. but um but yeah it's really it's a i i like it i can see why people wouldn't you know yeah but if you make it to like the end it's really powerful oh yeah um and then i also recently started how i met your father Ooh, is that good it's cute i mean i'm i'm obsessed with hillary duff i think she's mm -hmm. amazing i watched her in lizzie mcguire i downloaded her album metamorphosis and like listened to it on repeat for like two years i was gonna say i feel like there's like an eight year span of women who yes. lo will love hillary duff for their yeah. whole life and she was on younger which was a great series too mm -hmm. um which is also you can watch that on hulu too um, I wish Hulu sponsored us. Come on, Hulu. <laughs> yeah. All we all we do is talk about you. Um, that's so funny. That's cool. Yeah. So um, so that's only like it's like airing as we go. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had to like put a pause on Yellowstone because I wasn't sleeping. That's interesting. So I'm still watching Joe Millionaire, <laughs> <laughs> and you got me sucked back into Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh so a couple things one um because kind of like this is similar to what we we're talking about today uh great book that i just finished called dopamine nation mm. uh and it's really really good like it actually because it's like like i wanted to write this book um about like kind of applying the concepts that are so helpful to people like in recovery from addiction to like every everything in life right so it's just a really cool book. Like um, it talks a lot about the pleasure pain balance mm. in our brains. And like the, the relentless, I was thinking about this when you were talking about Too Hot to Handle, right? Like, or what, what is it called? What's the show you were just talking yeah, about? Yeah, Too Hot to Handle. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. 
God, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, You're like too flaming to hold on to. <laughs> I was like, is it like hot or not? I couldn't remember. <laughs> so, um, but the relentless pursuit of pleasure actually like causes pain. Mm. You know, like like hedonism and these kinds of things, and yeah. and trying to avoid pain is like also not a good strategy. Right. Yeah. It's a it's 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 a cool book. So yeah. check out Dopamine Nation. I'm also sort of starting a support group for people who are too sensitive to watch Euphoria on HBO. And you, you and me, and I don't Glow, think I could. We're do talking it. about this a week yeah. ago. Um, I watched the first season of Euphoria. It's an amazing show. It's really, really good, but it's like really hard to watch mm. because you like these the, the characters are young. They're like yeah. spo- you know they're like supposed to be like high school age basically and. Um, just addiction, like mental health, like terrible, like sexual assault. Like it's, it's a really, it's a really good show. But like, I watched the first season when it came out, like two years ago, I guess, and that was tough for me. Mm. And then the new season just came out, and I tried watching the first episode, and I was like, I can't. I don't think I could watch the show. Yeah. So if anyone wants to join my support group for people that are too sensitive. Well, I need to join it. Yeah. I'll be in Because you're too sensitive to watch... Yellowstone! Yellowstone, yeah. That's why it was so funny when you, me, and Glow were talking and you were like, is it worse than Yellowstone? I was like, yes! Like, so much worse. You can't even imagine. I just, like, when a show is really powerful, I I can't stop thinking about it. I dream about it. Like, I even dreamed, dreamt... Yep. ...about the characters on Too Hot to Handle. That's you so know, it's funny. like all I think about. It's like my brain is so easily impacted. Yeah, me that's, too. That's why I I typically try and stick with actually like comedy, like um, mm. sitcoms. Um, have you ever seen the other two? Oh, I want to. Oh but, uh, my gosh! So Drew Tarver is a comedian who's one of the stars of that show. Yeah, and I love him. He's it amazing. is. I binged it in a week. It is so funny. Really? I can't remember if I talked about it in this podcast, but it's on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, the guy, one of the guys in there, Drew Tarver, is fucking amazing. Yeah, like, he's can, gonna be like huge. I yeah, think. I cannot wait for season three. Yeah, cannot wait. I hope they better not fucking cancel it. I'll lose my shit. I think it's been pretty successful. I don't think. Yeah, will, so. yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I, quick update for me. I am going on a date later today, and that's all I'm giving you guys. Ooh. So a, I will let you know next week. I love how we're doing all these like teases. I know. All these, like, it's not now. purposeful, yeah. but I just, I don't want to give any background on it right now. And I want to yeah. make sure it actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Okay. What is up with you? Oh man. Um, work has been very stressful. So working on a college campus right now with like Omaquan. Omaquan. <laughs> That's like a little four-year-old boy saying Omicron. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, that's been stressful. I've been trying to take care of myself and like not doing as good of a job lately. So like mm. my, my, I haven't been making enough time to meditate in the morning. So sometimes I'm like getting like 10 minutes, sometimes mm. like zero minutes. And like that doesn't feel great. And I can tell it, I don't like sleep as well. Mm. when I don't do that um still not dating and like feeling good about that mm-hmm. like because I'm like I thought about it and it just doesn't feel like I'm not at a place where I'm like okay now I feel good and I want to shift my energies into this part mm-hmm. of my life yeah and so it feels good like kind of keeping all of my energies and stuff mm. for me. Yeah. Does that does that sound weird? No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like it's sort of related to what we're going to be talking about well, today. Well, I, I feel similar in that I'm done, like, kind of having heavy makeout sessions with people that I don't know very well. Oh, yeah. Or even having a desire to sleep with them. Like, I, I'm, I really, like... And not that that's like bad. Like if you you can sleep with whomever you want, yeah. you know, whatever. Do you? Yeah. But I've realized for me, like I just need more, and I'm tired of like kind of giving that part of myself over so soon, and then to have the outcome that I've been having, and not saying that like that's the reason, but it's more of just like it feels bad, and yeah. Well, that's like this book I was talking about, Dopamine Nation, is like yeah, you get this like hit of this intense sort of like rush. Yeah. And then, then there's a cost to it afterwards. Like the balance tips back to like the pain side and you like yeah. feel yucky. Well, and, and on this journey, and we're going to talk about this more today, but on this journey of just kind of becoming 
more like you have to prove yourself to me. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, my, like, I'm a great kisser. I'm good at blowjobs, good at hand jobs. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm not, I don't want to just freely give those you things away anymore. Yeah. You gotta earn it. Yeah. And, um, and, um, yeah, I have more on that later. Well, and it's really interesting. You and I talked about this when we hung out recently. Um, because there's been like a couple times in my life in the past like month or so where it's like I could I've had the opportunity to like hook up yeah like make out with someone or whatever and I'm just like nah yeah I'm like not really into it either yeah yeah what is wrong with us I don't I it actually feels really good to me no I'm I know like, if if I met some like if I met someone today mm-hmm. that I was like wow like I just, I really want to be around this person. Like mm-hmm. I think she's awesome. Like I would be, I would be in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like this, like, oh, like this might be fun for tonight. Yeah. I'm like, I would rather like I go agree. to bed. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. Hmm. So that's a good kind of lead into like. Oh well, well, we need to get the update on what's going on with you because we, you have to, you tease this with talking about your therapy session, and kind of like. Maybe there's an update from a dude thing or no? Well, no. So the, the update was that I have this date coming up that I'm not going to talk about. Got it. But basically, so if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we'll give a super brief summary. Um, met a guy on Bumble, went on a couple dates. I really liked him. I thought he liked me. Um, he basically felt like the conversation had been too deep. So he freaked out. He pulled back. I in a, Like a family emergency happened. So I was just giving him grace, trying to figure it out. And you were kind of telling me the whole time, like, if he, like, if he was, like, into you, he would still be, like, reaching out or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I... you were getting the mixed message. He was saying, I'm interested in you, but then his actions were not... Were right. the opposite. Right. right. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, you know, he canceled on me and then kind of didn't really, like, follow up with, like, you know, let's plan something else. So I sent a text basically being like, hey, like, I know you're going through a lot right now, um... You know, I, I want to give you that space. And if you're still interested, like, I'd love to see you again. But if not, like, just let me know and, and I can move on, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And so then I sent that text and then he called me the following day and was like, I still want to see you. Like, I do like you. He And he was like, and then that's when he explained to me what had happened and that he had pulled away because he thought it was too deep and how he wants to just do something fun with me and, like, keep the conversation more superficial and get to know each other slower. And I was like felt bad about it but I also was like trying to see his side of things and um like maybe just show up differently like explore Mm -hmm. and do that Mm -hmm. differently and then he ended up just ending things a couple days later anyway and was like um you know I think we're too different I think we would have issues um and you're a really great person I wish you truly the best and all of that yeah um so but the piece that we didn't really talk about was was me I had another session with my relational psychoanalyst and okay so I was sharing what was happening with this guy with her yeah and she basically was like I don't know why you felt the need to send a text asking him if he was interested in you she said because basically you're giving him an an out like you're like if you're saying hey if you're not interested like let me know you're basically telling like essentially manifesting that he's not interested Mm. and that that's gonna put pressure on guys and guys don't like feeling pressure Mm -hmm. and that she's like men need to to feel like they're hunting Mm. and um and if you like d- don't let them do that, it's usually not going to work out. And then she went on to say, like the couples that she works with, the couples that have the real issues, the man didn't hunt the woman; it was the opposite. It's a lot of people really like swear by those things, and I hate it. I I feel I feel mixed about it. I feel really torn about it. I, I guess it's I, just- I'm actually really surprised that a relational psychoanalyst would kind of say those things. Well, I am Because that's not really, like, the mode or the methodology that the person is in. 
I mean, it's not like old school psychoanalysis where like the, the, the therapist hardly says anything. So like with my therapist who's also a relational psychoanalyst, like we talk, but he doesn't give me like his views on relationships. Yeah. You know? I know. I mean, so, and I actually, we, we, we've been talking a lot, my therapist and I, like I actually want him to be like more transparent yeah. and more like, and we're like working on that in our relationship, which is part of like how you do yeah. this sort of work with that kind of therapist. Um, so that's surprising. I think it's kind of weird. I, I said this to you, like, I mean, you might try some other therapist or the best thing to do is like talk about it with her. Yeah. For $225. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I'm like. It's like, so I, I said to her in the session, I said, I don't like that. Yeah. I said, I don't like that. I said, I'm a feminist and I just don't think the girl should have to like wait around. She goes, well, that's not what I'm saying. She's like, I'm a feminist too. She's just like, she's saying in the beginning, like the guy just needs to like, you can say, I like you and I want to see you, but the guy needs to be the one to like plan the dates and like, you know, and she's basically like, I'm saying this because if he's not interested, like, fine. Like he did you a favor. Like you go on and live your life. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So I just, I, I have a hard time believing that all couples who struggle, the woman pursued the man. Like that's stupid because I had three different times that the guy pursued me very heavily and then things still didn't work out. Yes. You know, so it's like, and she probably doesn't see a lot of couples that maybe are secure and that the guy doesn't care if the woman pursues or not. I, I mean, the truth is, is what it is about is reciprocity. There should be pursuing mm -hmm. from both ends. However, so anyway, so she told me that and then I felt like shit mm. for like asking this guy if he was interested. Oh, and, and so that's why you that's like, apologize. why I apologize. Yeah. And that's why I was open to just doing what he wanted mm -hmm. to try and like be show up differently, yeah. I guess. But then when it really felt is like I was then having to show up different to who I am. Yeah. Well, and you and I talked about this, right? So like you and I don't like that, like these like hard and fast dating rules, right? Of like, well, the man should be like this and the woman should be like this and blah, blah, blah. And, and I also think like, if you're trying to approach dating, like, like that there's like a code to crack, right? Even like you talked about this on a few recent episodes of this, like, well, once you stop looking, you'll find someone. It's like, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to like, what is this? I just go sit in a chair. Yeah, like I have to, like, I have to figure out like the secret code then and then the relationship will work out. So uh, most of that stuff is bullshit, but I think like everything, there's like maybe some good, there's some kernel of truth or helpfulness in there or whatever. Um. The only, the thing that I, the only thing that is really true, is kind of what you were saying like earlier on this episode is like, to recognize that like, your time, and your energies and your emotions are like valuable, and you should be choosy, about who you invest that in, and like you know like make you know like making people earn your attentions and affections and. And things like that and and not but, but it's so hard because it not in like a phony way where you're like playing hard to get or like you know in trying to intentionally like manipulate the situation right well and that's what I don't want to do and, and so like how do I be true to myself and still like not chase someone because the truth is is what I can take from this is I I am I have been a chaser to an extent because that's what I learned. That's what I learned love was. Yes. Was me chasing. And so I think in these relationships in the beginning, I feel like to make it work, I got to put in the effort if I want it to work. Like that's just how it works. Like I have to put yes. in the effort. Yeah. And so I think from all of this, not because I believe innately that the man has to hunt or whatever, but I, I do think I, I need to take a step back just for my own self-worth. And, and for rewiring my brain to being like, okay, wait, that's not actually love. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to be the one to carry this. Yeah. Which I have, I mean, even just take this moment so far, like, I'm supposed to have this date with this guy. Yeah. In like an hour and a half, and he hasn't texted me today and confirmed. Hmm. So my, 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 like, brain is like, I need to confirm. 
like I need to text him and yeah. confirm because he was the one that asked me. Mm -hmm. So now I have to put in like a little work. But the truth is, is like, I don't think I, I need to do that, right? I agree, yes. Like he should, like he asked, yeah. he should text me yeah. and confirm. Uh, yeah, and I think like if he hasn't, because I mean, you guys set a time and place when you made the date, right? Yeah. Okay. If he doesn't, if he hasn't texted you like an hour beforehand, I think you should just cancel the date. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't I mean, know what I'm I would not, do if I, I were you. But that's the like that's the sort of well, like. Well, I'll just show up with you. I'll just bring, I'll just bring you. <laughs> and if he's there, it's like, oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Now I'm on the date. Yeah. That's funny. Um. So I think I have a theory that just came to me as you were talking. I think why we so many people and I've done this my whole life aren't able to sort of just stay in that place of like while you're dating recognizing your self-worth and just kind of like you know being choosy about who you invest those energies in I think it's like there's like three big things I think one we're avoiding loneliness because like being alone doesn't feel good to us mm -hmm. and so then we like take we accept sort of shitty partners yeah. who don't treat us right because yeah. at least it feels better than being alone mm -hmm. two we're seeking approval mm -hmm. which so many of us you and i particularly learned to tie up our self-worth in the approval that we get from others right mm -hmm. um like external validation and then the third one is we're afraid of rejection mm-hmm you know, well, that's my biggest one. Yeah, that's the is biggest the one rejection for you. piece. Yeah. And it's not the because it really has nothing to do with the actual person for me. It's the pain of the rejection that triggers all of the past rejection pain. Yeah, that it's then it just becomes this fear of pain. Yes. You know, so that's why like I so badly want something to work out because then or I'd rather just be single. Like it, I, I'd almost rather be single because the truth is, is when I'm single, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, of course, like I want to meet someone and like, I, you like, I, you know, that's why you date is to meet mm -hmm. someone. But like, I, my nervous system is in check. Like I'm not checking my phone all the time. Mm -hmm. Like none of that. Like I'm so much more even keel when yeah. I'm not dating someone. And then I start dating someone because I wanna find someone. And then I, my nervous system goes haywire. And then I'm just like, it's easier just being single. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing. Like, and that's sort of why I like stopped dating like six months ago is because I'm like, oh, I'm at this really nice connected place and I'm getting my nervous system in check and I'm, and I'm, like sort of nurturing this good, nice, authentic connection to myself. And I don't want to fuck with that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to, you know, like anything to kind of disrupt that balance because I'm like you too, where I get into like, just like compulsive, like dating apps swiping and then mm -hmm. like feeling bad about myself. Cause I mess you know, two, three people I was messaging just stopped messaging mm -hmm. me back. And now I'm like looking at my profile, like what's wrong? Do mm -hmm. I need to change pictures? Like yeah. all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I feel like this has been a big one for you lately is like, as soon as you meet someone, you're, you're already like that, the, the specter of like this pain that could be coming. Mm -hmm is like looming for you and mm -hmm. you're like, okay, what do I do? And like, what kinds of things can I ask him that will like prevent this from, you know, like kind of like, you're like, I want to know if he's like really serious about it or if he's just going to ghost me because if he's going to ghost me, that's going to be so painful and like blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And like, I don't, I don't have an answer to that. Well, I, <laughs> and I don't either. And, and I think that's why I just have to, you know, for myself, I just, I have to try and keep learning and doing things different because if I keep doing things the same, it's probably going to be the same cycle Yeah. because I'm most likely going to attract someone who will cause me pain. Yeah. And, and, but I think the difference, so like you just told the story about like your therapist saying something to you and then you quote unquote trying to do things differently. But if the different is like not authentic to you, mm -hmm. 
and not coming from this place of self-love and self-worth and authenticity, then it's going to be worse. Yeah. You know, like, and, and like, you know, I mean, I've said this on this show a bunch of times, right? But all, all work to change yourself, the actual work is fully loving and accepting yourself exactly yeah. as you are, right? And I feel like this, this is like this same paradox is what we're talking about right now is like, so quote unquote, doing things differently is just like figuring out how to be fully yourself and yeah. not get caught up in avoiding loneliness, seeking approval, fearing rejection, like all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because it's like, I, I feel like I love myself. Like I'm confident, you know, I like the way I look. I think I'm smart. I'm really proud of my podcast and what I do for work and like all of these things. But then I get into a situation from a guy and I lose that. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's, I, that was my, up until I've been with my current therapist for like five years, I went through so many therapists and I was telling the same stories over and over and they were saying the same things back to me over and over again. And I, so I've known for 15 years, like up here and I'm pointing at my head, like what all my shit is and what I'm supposed to do and what it's supposed to look like when I feel better. But it's not like in my heart and in my body. And that's where like the type of therapy I'm doing now is all about making that movement from head to heart and that's been really helpful. The meditation stuff, even like I, you and I think you and I are both on this as a result of this podcast journey of like, and there's more and more cool stuff coming out about this, of, of like not having a dysregulated nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so like you and I are like into cold plunging lately. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's so, like that's been huge for me too. Um, because that's like, what we're talking about is like, well, we know all of the right thoughts like in our head, but then when we get involved in these situations, our our emotions go kind of haywire. And it's like uncontrollable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, is that, how many people can relate to this? Oh, <laughs> Are you and I just weird? <laughs> I'm sure so many. Well, I, I wanna talk about this submission. So, mm -hmm. um, so she's kind of been struggling with the same thing okay. and she's been doing the app. So um, let's read this here. So she goes, at this point, she's feeling defeated after a year and a half. She got in a relationship after a month with the first guy that she had met on the apps. Okay. Um, he broke up with her um, the next week saying he didn't have the feelings he thought he did. Okay. The second one, um, he said they're friends. Or she, okay, hold on. I'm just going to read this in her words because this is too hard to like. <laughs> Rephrase. Yeah. Okay. So second one, we're friends. He doesn't want a relationship with me. Third one, we talked for a month, finally met up, had a great date and talked for another week after that. And he ghosted. It's hard to think it isn't me. I've done a lot of work surrounding this and loving myself. Been in therapy for five years, listened to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with Dr. Morgan, um, and have learned a lot. It's hard at this point to put in the effort when I put so much into getting out there and meeting people. Hmm. So I think this is kind of poignant to like what we're talking about mm -hmm. is the truth is, is it has nothing to do with her. Yeah. And I mean, and this is someone who so many people would say, you're going to find it when you stop looking yes. and, or, or so many people would say you have to really make the guys like chase you and like hold back. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, um, it's a tough one because it, yeah, I don't know. Well, let's go through her profile okay, and then we'll kind of discuss this more. Okay. So her first picture is adorable. Wait, can I see? Yeah. She's cute. Oh, she is very pretty. She says her prompt is, oh, this is a hinge profile. I go crazy for a bath, a book, and a bottle of wine. Um, I can't see the end here. Oh, that's beach, stand-up, paddleboard, day, or what's P-O-W? I don't know. Bluebird day or just adventure day. So cute. Oh, pow, powder. That's like um, skiing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, emotional intelligence, growth mindset. She's 5'5", five, five, cute. She's petite. Mm -hmm. um, okay, second picture... Cute, she's snowboard, snow picture. Are you a dog person? She has a dog. You're into organized, oh, this must be you should not go out with me. 
if you're into organized religion, chain restaurants, consumers, and surface, girl, I'll date you. Um, <laughs> she goes, I cannot tone down my distaste for mediocrity in general. Okay. So she's, I mean, she's being assertive. Yeah. Um, I geek out on organizing my friends, houses in Tetris, being creative, connections with humans, adventuring. She has her IG there. Mm-hmm. Her pictures are cute. She has like a little video. This is cute. Wait, let me see. Okay, so here's here's my thoughts. So first, this is a hundred percent a dating profile I would swipe right yeah, on. By the way, yeah. So here's my thoughts. So first of all, I I have some I do have some advice on your profile, but I will say this: that it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to attract anyone else. That like it's not your profile that's creating these guys to be shitty guys. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. Yep. And and you can you can change your profile a little bit. But really what it comes down to is kind of like what we're talking about and what I deal with too is like we just have to find our own self-worth so that when we meet guys or if you're on the other side of this, guys meeting girls or guys meeting guys or girls meeting girls, um, that if they do shitty things, it's just because they're shitty. Yeah. You know? And and it's really just us having to, to rewire and um regulate our nervous system to be like okay they weren't for me and you can be sad about it and be sad about it and then like move on and try and and try and like like if you need to take time take time yeah um or just keep going and and do the best you can so profile tips so i have heard before and i don't know if this is accurate but to not have negative in your profile so instead of saying um uh, uh don't go out with me if you like consumerism organized religion or whatever mm-hmm. instead say something like um you should go out with me if you believe in supporting local restaurants businesses and restaurants yeah, yeah yeah so change the verbiage to what you want oh i like that yeah, yeah that's a cool yeah Um, I don't know. As a guy, do you care if she has an Instagram profile? That's an automatic left for me is when guys have their Instagram. I don't. I mean, it's an automatic no for me when it's like not on here very much. Hit me up on Instagram. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Well, the thing. But if someone just says like, hey, here's my IG. Like, that's not a that's not a I, I don't look at that as a bad thing. So here's my take on it. There are. Like options on both Bumble and Hinge to just attach your Instagram so you can see Mm. the pictures. So when I see someone's actual Instagram, I'm like, they just want followers. They want followers. They don't want to do the work. I'm not saying that's what this person is doing, but just connect your Instagram so people can see the pictures because that's Mm. what the goal is, right? So people can kind of stalk your Instagram and they can do that without having your actual Instagram handle. That's my opinion on it. Mm, Okay. Yeah, that's true. The other thing I would say is um, in all of your prompts, it's a lot of wording. I I would find a way to cut it down a little bit into like three concise sentences per like. So one one to two sentences per prompt, Mm -hmm. like just make it more concise. Maybe leave stuff out to and just put what's really like what's the most important to you in it. Mm. You know, when it becomes like really wordy, Mm. I tune out. Yeah. So those are that's just my opinion on your actual dating app profile. You do not have to take any of that advice. Yeah. And again, changing that isn't going to attract anyone else. That It's not going to mean that you have this all of, all of a sudden successful dating life. Yes. And like overall, we both said like your profile is great. Yeah. You're right? super cute. Yeah. You look, you know, like you have a fun life. Yeah. And so just keep doing you. If you move you. to California... I'll swipe. Oh. <laughs> we should have a rule that you don't date fans. Are you allowed to date fans? No, I don't want to date fans. Okay. No, that's weird to me. I don't want someone listening to my podcast and knowing more about me than I know about them. Yeah. Well, and I had someone who I started dating listen to the whole podcast and then that really like disrupted yeah. the relationship. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a weird yeah that's thing yeah Yeah. i wasn't actually i know i know but but what but basically you're you're validating her because she seems great absolutely and and this is the like i don't know if it's like because so i uh am leery of like putting too much 
like stock into things like manifesting and whatever. Mm-hmm. I am too. I, I think there's 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 actually some some real stuff there, and I, I could dive deep into like the neuroscience of like how I I I understand it to work. But what is real there, I think, is that if if a person is coming from this place of avoiding loneliness, fearing rejection, seeking approval, people feel that. Like that's a certain energy that gets out there. And then I think you end up in these patterns that like continue to like make that happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so like man- manifestors would be like, oh, you're bringing that negative energy to you, like blah, blah, blah. And it's so hard. I, to me, I'm like anything you can do to fall in love with yourself and with your life like that's the I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that like a stupid thing to say? No, I mean I think that's great, but I I also want to say this too. I don't think you have to like be perfect to meet someone. Yes, 100%. Like you know, yes. you can be in the process of falling in love with, with yourself in your life and still meet someone. Yeah. You can be a disaster and still meet someone. I I think I think it's more of like the more that you can realize your worth and and abide by that with mm-hmm. with your dating. Um, just the better you'll feel about it in your heart. Yeah. It doesn't, you know? Yeah, and I think part of that too is like when you get into the early stages of dating, I'm going to try to use a metaphor here, maybe it's going to work, maybe it won't, is like, so someone like has to earn the right to be like let into the lobby of the building. Mm -hmm. Right? And then after a long enough time, right, then Then they get in. park the car in the garage. (laughs) Is that, a, is that a sex metaphor? Yes. Um, no, right. And then after after a, enough time where they've shown you with consistency and with their actions, then you let them into like the first floor, like whatever, right? And like, and the, the metaphor is actually like how much of your self-worth, how, how much of your time and energy they get mm-hmm. and how much you let them impact like how you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because for me, I used to like total, like huge ups and downs about how I felt based on, mm-hmm. you know, did someone like me and then did it not work out and whatever, like, and and like, it's about like having that place in yourself that you're like, I'm always okay. Yeah. Like, no well, matter, and, and, like, and, like, and if people don't like that, then, like, sure, like, maybe I'll be sad to, like, lose a friendship or something like that, but, like, also, like, I'm not going to let that make me think that there's something wrong with me. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think with that, like, you can still have the ups and downs. Yes. And kind of, it, and then kind of, like, soothe yourself by saying, yeah, this sucks. Like, my feelings are hurt. I feel shitty. I'm upset that I'm back in this place, but like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. And, and when you're, when you are able to kind of like regulate your nervous system, just giving yourself those affirmations of like, it's okay that I feel sad. Mm-hmm. It's okay that I'm in this place. It's, you know, like I am strong and capable and I am worthy of love if that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's okay that I feel lonely and it's okay that I then feel shame for feeling lonely. Yes. You know? Yes. And And it's all about just self-compassion. Yes. That's the biggest thing here. Yeah. If you're a, if you're a social science nerd like me, you can... Kristen Neff is a scholar who writes about self-compassion. Little plug for the, <laughs> for the data nerds out there. Um, yeah. I... Uh, I, I really want people to like hit us up. Like I'm really curious like how people, how this, uh, like what we're saying is gonna like land on people and like what, like like tell us what yeah. you think, like yeah. what we're missing, like I don't know. Yeah, and I think, you know, like we're both living it. Like we're both living the single life and I think I sometimes I feel really lonely and sometimes I'm fine, Yeah. you know? And and I think when, when I feel when I feel lonely. You just got a text from the guy that you're having a date with. And it's more than an hour until the date. <laughs> Watch his key cancels it. 
That would be so funny. Let's see. He's like, so... Oh, he's just, uh, he said he was up really late. He's just getting going. Um, can I still meet up for lunch and can we push it? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, you were in the middle of saying something really great. I know. What it was, oh, I was so, saying, yeah. okay, so, so what I was saying is like, if you can continue to give yourself that self-compassion yep. about one, being single, that's not a bad thing. Being single is fucking awesome. Like, you get to fucking do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You get to go hang out with your friends. You can go make out with someone. You can yep. just take a so. I love traveling solo. Like, take a solo trip, mm -hmm. you know? But also, like, when you're feeling lonely, try and come up with ways that you can feel, like, comforted by other things than romance. That's exactly what I was going to say too, is like, I, and I've, you know, since I haven't been dating at all and for the past six months, like there's times where I'm like, like after a long, difficult day of work, I'm coming home and I know I'm going to like be by myself in my house and I'm like, yeah. And like reframing that for myself as like, oh, I need connection right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. You're right. And like, can I call you or can I just reach out to a friend or even like sort of like texting with a friend or something like that you know like jumping on the phone like processing something yeah. like whatever and even like like to me like everyone that I work with is so overworked and underpaid and overstressed right now but like those moments at like the end of the day you know like like yeah I'm gonna like sit in your office and we're just gonna like process and and you know like blow off some steam like whatever, like those things really matter and really mm -hmm. help too, you know? And you know what, what something else that I, I love that, um, and something else that I do too is when I feel lonely and I don't really have any friends that are available or whatever, I'll just go sit in a coffee shop mm. or go to a bar. And as long as there's people around me, yeah, or like I'll make friends with the barista or the bar, I feel, I feel more, less alone. Yeah. Because there's just people around me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, and to me, like, I'm all about, like, I love going to the movies by myself. Like, what, like, and especially in the past, like, six months, like, on, like, it, it's, it's the exception that I have plans on a weekend night. Mm -hmm. You know, like, normally it's just me and I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. Like, I'm going to go see Spider-Man by myself <laughs> and have the time of my fucking life. Yeah. And like, you know, like, I like going to like, you know, like, um, like sauna, steam room, cold plunge, like I'll do that. I'll take a day trip to the beach. Mm -hmm. The other day, like last week I um, took Friday off of work and I like drove up 45 minutes and like went skiing for like three, four hours in the morning. That's and, awesome. Like, yeah, and then like came home, did some yeah. work and cooked some food and whatever. And it's like, yeah, finding things that like make you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, I guess to sum it up, it's just like the biggest thing is self-compassion. You know? And the hardest thing. And so, like, don't, like, don't beat yourself up because you don't have self-compassion. Like, no, I feel like no one ever gets there. Well, you have to have self-compassion for sometimes not having self-compassion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then and then come up with support systems. Yeah. Whether that's, you know, friends or dogs, you know, get an animal. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard. It's just hard. It yeah. is hard. Yeah. You know. Well, and I think some of this is, and again, I'm influenced by this book. I just finished Dopamine Nation. Is like we live these lives that are just constantly about stimulation and pleasure, and these like dopamine hits from social media, from fucking everything. You know, mm -hmm. like our phone beeping and sending us notices a hundred times a day or whatever. Yeah. And and it's hard to find that sort of like still quiet solid place in your life i always picture like a candle flame that like no amount of like hurricane wind like can even make flicker mm -hmm. you know and like know that like that's that. in you i like that and that you like and to nurture a connection to that place and like and when things get tough somehow be able either with your breath or whatever it is to like get back there i don't know kind of like that was beautiful, by the way. I love oh, that. That's going to stay with me. But that's very similar to when I was driving to LA and I had to pee so bad. I thought my bladder was going to explode. Yeah. And I was texting you and you texted me. Oh, I was so, I was, I wanted to know if it helped. Yeah. What did you remember what you texted me? No. You, uh, yeah. you said something like, you're going to be okay. Your body can hold it. Just remember that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, because I was like, I was like, you can make it. Your yeah, your body can hold it. It's like your mind. Yeah. That is like I, scared or something. I have not ever had to pee that bad in my life. I mean, I felt I almost like I felt like I was I almost cried. Like I had to pee so bad. Mm. And so I just, you know, not to, you know, I think that really like puts a damper on this beautiful thing that you just said. <laughs> but also like, I really love that. It's like, it's, it's in you. Mm -hmm. Your body knows, your heart knows. Yeah. You, you just have to, to remember that. Yeah. I hope we don't sound crazy. I, I you know. I we hope may. that this like because I feel like I feel like you and I are really getting a lot out of this conversation. I know I this is really for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but thank you to our our listener who asked this question. Thank you to our listener that submitted your profile. You know, we're here for you guys. So Absolutely. if you have episode requests, send them send us your way. If you want, you know, dating profile assistance, send us your way. Again, we are not experts. We both cannot get dates from dating profiles. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, I think I'm pretty good at putting together a dating profile. Yeah, I think you're very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I have to figure out if I'm good at it or not. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was great Yeah, for hit us. us up. Let us know what you think. Um, at hello and goodbye podcast at underscore Leanna Joan, at the real Jared Rodriguez. www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com. Mm -hmm. yeah. YouTube, Patreon, um, and then rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Share with a friend. Yeah. Find us on Instagram. Yeah, thanks so much for like being part of this dialogue and this community and stuff yeah. like that. It's so cool. Yeah, go give yourself some self-compassion or some self-compassion for yeah maybe not having self-compassion do some cold plunge stuff which yeah. is like because that's like what we're talking about the like your your brain starts freaking out like oh i want to get away but it's like no like the, my body's okay this is yeah. okay right and like doing that in the moment soothing yeah is i've been doing are, are you still doing I'm, i've been doing cold water at the end of my showers i do that yeah like 90% of the time now I'm doing it. Sometimes I'm just like, I was cold before I got in the shower and I just yeah. don't have the energy no, for it. No, I'll just do it for like, I'll do it for like 20 seconds. I just yeah. turn it real cold and do my hair, face, body. Yeah. It's actually really good for your pores. Well, actually, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I've, <laughs> I've heard it's good for your hair and your pores. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah just try it with ending with a cold shower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks, All right, everyone. you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.